This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy Woo! and sadness oh. and anger. Ah! Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. Ah! But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. Ah. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say... Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. her old shit again but we are just getting started here on post show recaps i'm jess sterling we are talking pretty little liars season one episode two the spirit queen and of course i am not alone because we need to find out if two can indeed keep a secret i am here with sarah ferguson sarah how are you jess i'm doing really well i just released your uh embarrassing tape to the masses of PSR Discord. Um, You know, it was so quickly edited that no one was Mm. able to take out their phones and hit record. Yeah, that was such a crock. Tabby's like, no one will possibly be able to. There was a full, like, 40 seconds. This was a long video. It was so long. I feel like the video could have been pared down even more. But apparently it was too long for anybody to take a video. Don't you worry. This is the abbreviated version. (laughs) Yeah, there was so much happening in this episode. Second episode in, uh, gut reaction. I'm still really enjoying the show. In fact, I think that I enjoyed episode two more than episode one because episode one was very much like a series premiere where they have a lot to set up, right? And I just feel like um, what always made me happiest in OG Pretty Little Liars was when the group was actually friends with each other, right? They weren't all part, uh, different, like in different corners of the school. And here, 
we get them we get like we get a makeover montage sarah one of our favorite things jessica and i love a makeover montage we are 90s kids uh as you well know so we love a makeover montage that was really exciting um even though it did have dark elements of course i did feel like it was lighter this episode and i think that's because it's a product of a high school dance um and of course the 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 winning of the spirit queen and all that stuff so i think that um i think that was a really good episode i really enjoyed it it got me really excited i have a couple of new theories to share at the end but this was a really good episode and i think it's really promising for what the next few episodes are going to look like. Um, Once again, Jess and I are unspoiled on episode three. We have not watched it yet. Right. Um, Out of the three, we've watched two out of three of the episodes that have released in the first week of Pretty Little Liars, Original Sin. Um, And I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. I am too. I felt like this episode more than the first made me want to immediately hit play on the third episode. Like, oh, yeah. Just, well, and I'm not saying I didn't want to do it on episode one, but this one, it was harder to not watch the third episode just because probably the ending, but also just because this whole episode felt like we were really moving the ball along in terms of the plot, in terms of like, oh my gosh, like what is happening? Who A could possibly be? you know all of that so i really really enjoyed this episode i feel like we've solved some mysteries um where we still have a lot left to go right we still don't know why we don't know what went to juvie and we don't know why um so there's still a lot left to be discovered in this show but yeah the spirit queen an excellent episode of pretty little liars i will say that it is still a teen drama, right? I think it still contains all of the elements of a teen drama where you have messiness. You have, of course, there's always like love triangles and romances and school dances and makeovers and all of those things still are happening in this show. But I will say it does. I can feel the HBO-ness about it, if that makes right. sense. Yeah. Beyond the longer runtime on the episodes, Um, It's a very dark show and that it feels spookier. And I feel like the script definitely feels very smartly written. I think that a lot of these characters come off um, like especially Tabitha to me. I feel like she sounds a bit more adult than the rest. Like you can tell an adult is writing her if that makes sense. Yeah, Um, Yeah. But I'm really, really enjoying it so far. If you're enjoying the coverage, feel free to follow along. PosterRecaps.com slash Pretty Little Liars. You can find our dedicated feed. Of course, we are also in the HBO feed at uh, PosterRecaps.com slash HBO pod. If you want to follow along there. Like we said before, our goal is always we're going to get all three episodes. Or I should say, you know, we have a three, two, two, three order. We're going to get all of the episodes from the week in podcast form out to you before the next set drops. So um, most likely this will go up on Saturday. Our next one will probably come out on Monday. Um, so yeah, uh, feel free to to comment along if you want to. We have a, our own little channel, our dedicated thread in the Posture Recaps Discord. If you are a patron, that is PostureRecaps.com slash Patreon to become a patron if you want to join us and spout out your theories and your thoughts on the show as well. Um, but uh, we might as well, are you ready to jump right in? We have a lot to cover this episode. 
I am. Yeah. All right. So we start off six or it says, and I love this. It says like about six months ago. And we're like, oh, so this is when Imogen gets pregnant. <laughs> like that was my first thought because we know she's about six months pregnant. Right. And this is about six months ago. Yeah. It's very interesting that around the same time Imogen got pregnant is also when this night happened where she had the huge falling out with Karen. And I thought that that was kind of interesting and a little telling, but I also am not very much convinced that Greg is involved as the father, but I have no, I honestly don't know. I felt like he would have made a lot of sense, but I feel like this episode kind of ruled that out. But I, again, we don't know, we know she goes back in to get her sweater and like helps Karen out with the whole Tyler of it all, but we don't know where she goes from there. At first I thought she was going to meet a rando outside when she was like walking home. Um, but yeah, we, we, I don't think we have any inclinations as to who the father is of Imogen's unborn baby. Um, but it is party time. We have teens at a party. Imogen is drinking heavily. Uh, and we see Karen and Kelly come over to her. They're like very friendly. So we know they're still friends at the moment. This is their house. Their, uh, parents are out of town. All three of them are super drunk. And Imogen is like, why don't you get Greg to go get us more beer? And she's like, Greg and I, Karen's like, Greg and I are fighting. So Imogen goes to find Greg to get him to run out and grab more beer. But I don't think we know. We hear later from Karen that this is the night that she lost her virginity to Greg. But she doesn't say why yeah. they're fighting. No. Uh, no. That's that's really interesting because this was the night where she lost her virginity to Greg. And obviously in the video, we kind of see that she wasn't that pleased with the night, I guess you can say. Um but yeah, I don't I don't really know why they were fighting. I'm sure that we'll find out in good time. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they'll have to reveal it because I, I feel like it somehow plays a part in all of this. Um, we see some of the girls arrive. So Chip and Tabby arrive. Chip is not really interested in this party, but Tabby's like, it's like a movie. She she starts naming like pretty in pink, risky business, like pretend that you're in those films. We'll have a great time. Now go get us drinks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tabby really do be the Dawson's Creek of Pretty Little Liars. Or the, excuse me, the Dawson Leary of Pretty Little Liars. Well, I thought it was interesting that, uh, I mean, yeah, it's with the movie references, but mm. I thought it was interesting that it seems as though Chip is pretty into Tabby, especially yeah. later on when he almost takes the fall for the movie situation and i wonder if tabby ever had any interest in him or if she's kind of like friend zoning him it feels very friend zoning to me um i don't tabby is so smart she has to know he likes her like all the signs are there um we'll get into a little bit later when they have that kind of one-on-one conversation i just feel like she can tell right like that a girl knows if you know what i mean like i feel like it's pretty obvious with him um and so then we see sean and noah and sean brings a drink over to noah and he says he'd rather hang out with her than his football buddies how sus of you are sean on how sus of you are Wait, what was I saying? How sus of you are on Sean right now? That's so sad because I wasn't sus of Sean at all. So I just thought that 
he was a really sweet boyfriend. Like this I don't is the know, first like, night that they got together. Apparently, this is when they became boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, and I I thought that he was really sweet. And he I don't know care I, about the ankle monitor. I don't know. I thought that so he could I wasn't be like our Caleb. Okay, I wasn't sus on him at this moment in the show. It was later. That I was like, because we find out that, oh, he, when she was in juvie, he stayed with her, which is super rare for, for Why a boyfriend, is that? right? Because he likes her. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I am just like picking up what the show is putting down for me. Really? And I, I didn't feel like there's something there. I don't think he is like the bad guy per se, but something about him is giving me pause is what wow. I'll say. Like I'm planting a flag there. Something there's something going on with Sean. I got I gotta be honest. Like, I'm not even putting like two points of interest into the guys of this show. I think that I am so hyper focused on what all the pretty little liars are doing yeah. and the twins and the moms. I don't think about the boys of this show that he's much. The, he's the only boy I was really getting uh like a little bit of suspicion oh, that's towards crazy yeah because the other boys to me just seem like more like love interests where he does he is too but i don't know something about him we'll talk about it later because there's a specific scene that i started to pick up on that um and then so imogen finds greg and she's like oh you have to do a beer run he's coming out of the bathroom and greg says to uh that he wants karen to be more like imogen and he's like, you're a really good person. And they pause. And what is most interesting, Sarah, they don't show us the kiss. And I'm no. wondering why. Because according to Imogen, he kissed her. Right. Yeah. I think it's really interesting that we really don't get to see what went down. I do think that saying like, I wish my girlfriend was more like you is crossing a line, especially to uh, your girlfriend's best friend, especially on the night that you lost virginities with one another. But yeah, I felt like when Kelly goes downstairs and tells her twin sister, Karen, what she saw, I was suspicious of Kelly in that moment because I was Same. like, I saw no kiss yet. Like, is this a story that Kelly is putting on? Yeah. Imogen is Karen's best friend in this moment, right? And so Kelly she is more jealous. Your twin out of the two. Mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty plausible for Kelly to, um, to you know flourish the story a little bit right because i would i would imagine that if kelly saw anything i i think what happened is greg did kiss imogen but kelly saw it and is saying that imogen kissed greg and so what happens is karen is like really upset imogen comes downstairs karen screams you kissed my effing boyfriend so Imogen tries to tell her it's not what happened. Greg kissed me. And Greg's like, oh, it's fine. Imogen was just being dumb and drunk. But Karen immediately kicks Imogen out of the party. And she's yeah. really pissed off at Greg as well. Get out of my house, you slut. Yeah. That's going to be whatever I say whenever you leave my house. <laughs> Get out of Get my, my house, house you slut. slut. <laughs> and so Imogen is upset. She leaves. Um, and we see her walking down by herself in the dark. And I was like, oh, no, this isn't good. Um, she's, But she seems, like, chilly. And so then she was like, oh, shit. And you, you kind of realize, like, oh, she must have forgotten her jacket or her sweater. Yeah. Um, it's also interesting how all these people are at this party, including Tabby, including Noah. Mm -hmm. And they weren't 
friends yet. Right. So they kind of had these like preconceived notions of who Imogen is and who uh, Karen is. And I'm sure that these girls thought that Imogen was a real B like yeah. Karen because that's well because she I mean to an extent I feel like she probably was you kind of like like uh, Imogen's mom says you are who you hang out with and even if you're not necessarily the one who's bullying others if you're standing around while it happens it's not good it's not a good look on you yeah um so we immediately flash back to present day and we're right back with them in detention which I really liked because I, I like this whole group together kind of getting to know each other um, and so, uh, Imogen's telling all the other girls about that party. Tabby says she was there, but in like an eighties rom-com kind of way. And I so deeply <laughs> connected with that sentence. <laughs> I just like how she's still going back to the pretty in pink as yes. well. Like she's like, yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know. You're telling a story and then you tell the same exact story in a, you know, in a different group of friends. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I was there, but like in a pretty and pink kind of way or in yeah. 80s movies kind of way. I love Tabby. Yeah. Um, and so Noah thinks that Chip is Tabby's boyfriend, but she says, no, he's like my gay friend, but he's straight. Like He's my gay best friend, but he's straight. Uh, and they're like, oh, um, Noah was there with Sean. It was so this was right before they became exclusive and were like actually dating, which makes sense because, like you said, they were kind of like a bit honeymoonish if you will yeah. like he's trying to flirt with her and press yeah, her the courting uh mm -hmm. the courting of it all where you know your elbows touch and you there you share a smile mm -hmm. the courting phase uh, is always the funnest part i really like getting to know Farron a bit more this episode i felt like i really understood who she is a lot more this episode because she's like i was invited but i didn't go <laughs> i just love that farron like literally does not give a crap about anything at any sort of time she is no. so above this high school crap it's so funny i, I love really, that about her i really yeah. like that about her she's too. very self-interested and I but love in a that good way is, because she's, oh, in a good way, yeah. She stays in her own lane, right? Like she exactly, and she normally... doesn't care if she's the only dissenting opinion. Like she's just yeah. gonna speak her mind, which I yeah, love. yeah. And she's just like yeah, like this is what I think, and it's not like you're wrong, but it's like, I'm I know I'm confident in myself. Like I know what it is. I don't yeah. need to go to these silly high school parties. I don't need to get into the minutia of Spirit Queen. It doesn't matter to me. She's yeah, above it all, she's very cool. Whereas poor Mouse is like, oh, I heard about it um, after the fact. <laughs> Not invited. That And that's oh. honestly me. Never invited to any cool parties. So what are, what are you going to do? I love Mouse. I, I really connected with her this episode. And we'll, we'll get into why in a little bit. Uh, but uh, Imogen says there's a video from that night. And it has Karen in it. And it would destroy her. She's like, she is messy as F. And so, of course, they all assume it's a sex video. But Imogen says no. And Tabby's like, well, I could screen it because I work at the Orpheum Theater and I could project it before my Jordan Peele double feature. Is this not the worst idea you've ever heard of in your life? I it mean, it's such a bad idea. It's a pretty bad idea because you're almost guaranteed to get fired. Exactly. And you're she almost, loves that job. Yes, she does. So it's you're putting yourself at risk with your job. There's no way it's not going to boil down to you. They, they the posters that were throughout the school that were vandalized, that was blamed on Tabium and, and yeah. Imogen. So you can't say you're already that, like under the suspicious was, list. Yeah, exactly. And that was with no evidence that 
yeah. had to anything to do with them. So I just feel like this is this sharing of the video is so dangerously such a bad idea because you just yeah. know that they're going to get pointed a finger right to them. I think so. The reason they want to do this is because originally they're like, oh, do we post it online? But Mouse is against that for good reason. She says, you know, it, once something is online, it's there forever. So it's, it's a bit true. more difficult it, because if they wanted to circulate it anonymously, that would be the route you'd go is probably the internet. Um, but uh, so they they decide this is the best move. And Tabby says she can edit it and make it short enough so people can't record it. We'll get into how, like, I almost want to time how long this video is because there is there is so much time for someone to pull their phone out and start recording, especially because all of the, like, incriminating or, like, stuff that, that Karen would be most upset that people saw is at the end. So there's yeah. so much time. Um, yeah. But Imogen says, I have it on an old phone at my old house. So they have to go there. And I loved the girls just all like all like four of them besides Imogen all just standing downstairs, like so close together. And and um and Tabby saying like, this is Amityville level of weird, right? Like I'm getting poltergeist vibes. The house is creepy. And it's not just creepy because somebody just passed away in it. It's an mm -hmm. old creepy house yeah. so it's kind of they're they're terrified to be there they're aren't they talking about ghosts as well it's mm -hmm. just yeah but um so the interaction i thought was really really funny and imogen finds the phone and is like let's get some food and look at the video so they go to a pizza shop Yes. Uh, so Imogen says it's some douchebag's phone. Uh, and they're like, oh, well, how are you going to get in? Don't you need the passcode? And I absolutely loved Mouse being like, oh, passcodes are so easy. And we find out the passcode for this is 6969, which is just so <laughs> ridiculous and so apropos for some douche named Tyler it's, to have. It's very teenage boy, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's just such a typical password mm -hmm. uh, for a teenage boy. 6969. Yeah. So they all of them watch the video um, and they're like, oh, well, why isn't, isn't someone looking for this phone? Like, how do you have it? And she's like, the guy never said anything about it. Um, and Farron, this is what I'm talking about with Farron, where she's like, I would love to see Karen drop to pick or two. Like, this would be great. I think we should all vote. And so Farron and Noah are the first two to hop on board the yes train. Yes, we should do this. Um, and Imogen is like, well, let's like, oh, she like immediately backpedals and like, maybe we yeah. should sleep on it. First hemming and hawing about it. It's like, this is your idea. You're the one that brought the phone. You're the one that kept the phone for six months. Imogen is the most waffly of the characters, and I think it makes her um, one of the hardest to to like because she flip-flops on everything so much. And pe pe there's nothing people like less than someone who can't make up their mind. And I'm just saying. Um, I don't dislike Imogen. I don't think that she's my least favorite out of the five slash Who's your least favorite? Six. I... I don't know. I don't know if it's the fact that she spends all of her time on Discord and makes <gasps> me feel like it's a mirror within myself. No! But I don't know if I'm connecting with Mouse. Okay, that's harmful to me personally because I love Mouse. Well, I think that's great that we're interested in two different characters. I think I that think we need to at the end of the episode. Yeah, I think at the end of the, the episode we have to rank them. Yeah. 
of ranking. We love ranking. They're arbitrary and reductive. They certainly I, are, and yet we'll do it anyway. Love <laughs> I love to rank things. So yeah, um, I would rank yeah. the girls. Uh, so we see different, all the different girls get home. Farron gets home and we see a dad. A dad exists on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, her dad was supposed Farron's to be. Dad. Yes, he's supposed to be working a double. But he got a call from her school about the razors in the ballet school. I, I just like, I swear to goodness, if if a teacher called me and was like, "Hi, Sarah, your daughter put razor blades in a kid's shoe," I would be like, <laughs> I don't know how I would be. Of course, I'd be like, "That's freaking awful." But if I had a kid that was like Farron, then I would be like, "No way." Have you met my daughter? I just think that, like, okay, some of these things aren't that bad right like the whole posters thing is not that bad putting razor blades in someone's belly slippers or putting a dead rat in someone's bag how is the parent not getting called immediately and also kind of like the cops like i don't know razor blades in someone's shoe feels kind of like a police thing it just feels so specific like i am going to put razor blades in somebody's shoes (laughs) how did a think about this like how did she come up with this yeah um but uh so yeah so everyone's getting home and getting into trouble mouse is home and we find out so we had asked last episode we're like why are there no dads like where are the other parents and we get we see both of mouse's parents so mouse has two moms only one of which we are aware of is involved in the whole 1999 scandal right um and then uh tabby is like telling her mom like mom i didn't do it karen is a psycho and her mom actually believes her and I, I liked, I did too. I really appreciated it. And Tabby is all of us when she's like, that's why you're better than 99% of TV moms, <laughs> which is something that Dawson Leary would totally say. It is. And it's very meta, which I love a, ta- a Tabby constantly being very meta on the show. It's very um, funny. Yeah. Earlier in the episode, she's like, no jump scares. <laughs> she's like, definitely doing the wink, wink, nod, nod to the audience. Yeah. Um, mouse so then everybody starts getting video messages mouse is the first one she sees the same rat in a cage and like a machine and we find out it's like basically vacuum sealing the cage so it won't have air uh farin gets a video of the person inserting blades into the ballet slipper noah gets a message that says say no to thugs and it's pee being poured into like that little um like medicine cup thing uh imaging comes in to tabby's room and it's like are you have you seen the video and it says warned you you should have stayed off my ass and it's a photo of or it's footage of the posters being destroyed um so all of them get on a video call immediately to discuss all of this which sarah i really appreciated that it, it was not like the original pretty little liars where they're all like refusing to tell each other they got these messages yeah that or isn't it the funniest thing how in these types of shows, everybody can just drop everything and meet in a cemetery or <laughs> yeah. a coffee shop at 11 o'clock at night. It's so realistic that the girls were like, we have to jump on a Zoom call. Yeah, especially in uh, in the year 2022. This makes a ton of sense. They're like, let's just do video conference. We'll that was like the craziest thing when people would just drop everything. I When I leave the house, I need to like, you know, get ready. I need to put on like a nice outfit. Like I can't just drop everything and leave the house. That's just crazy talk. I mean, these are teenagers, so they probably can do that. But I do love the video call. Uh, Farron says it's a mind F. 
Uh, and Mouse, being the reasonable one, is like, maybe we should call the cops. Like, she literally tortured a rat. And Tabby's like, well, her dad's the sheriff, so we probably can't do that. Um, and so they ask Imogen, like, why is she doing this? And Imogen says Karen is an insecure, toxic person, and she's not a good person. Um, and Mouse is way more fired up than she was earlier because of the rat dying. Like, I am also an animal lover like Mouse, and I would hate to be sent this video. It seems awful to watch that. And, like, what kind of a horrifying serial killer is killing poor baby rats in this tank? Yeah, it's very disturbing. I I really wouldn't enjoy any of this, to be honest with you. It's very traumatizing. What do you think about the excuse of we can't call the police because Karen's dad is the sheriff? This feels this feels like some PLLBS because in this teeny town of Millwood, it seems like Mr. Beasley, Sheriff Beasley, like runs the town. But, like, how is there not a single cop that you could go to, right? Like, you don't have to go to him. You could go Mm -hmm. to a different cop. You would hope that there's checks and balances within the police department of Millwood. But I would also say it wouldn't surprise me if they don't trust cops because who does these days, right? Like, I still think it would be, like, we're all in a spot where it's a little bit tough to do that. And so I don't necessarily blame them for that not being their first instinct, what my first instinct would be would be to tell my parents, to be honest, because at least there's someone I could trust um, versus right. the cops. But right. I, I don't know. Like, they especially make a lot of justifications in these types of shows why they can't go to some higher authorities or right. share. I think that for them in their teenage mind, they feel as though they have to take care of this on their own. For whatever reason, I do think that it is pretty likely that maybe Tabby will share it with her mother eventually. She's the one that feels to me like the the chalk pick for that because she yeah. also believed Tabby about the about the posters. Yeah. I also feel like Mouse maybe has a decent relationship with her mom's. Um, just by the way Mouse acts, it feels like she might. Obviously, Imogen doesn't really have anybody to go to at this moment. And we don't know a ton about Farron's parents. I'm trying to remember. Well, they seem a little bit strict. Like her, she comes home and her dad is, um, you know, pretty aggressive. Her mom seemed like she was, is she in... She was in an office somewhere. Was she a lawyer or something like that? Oh, that's right. Her mom was the one who she was like, mom, you never want to come to my school stuff. Exactly. Like you hate school things. I don't know. I, I get the vibe. in her front parents- of a fax machine. So she's in, she does some sort of business. So she's in the 90s is what you're saying. <laughs> somebody, I was actually on the, the telephone the other day uh, with somebody from, I don't know, New York tax nonsense. But they were telling me that I have to fax them paperwork and i said ma'am i do not have a fax machine it's 2022 and then she said you gotta go to staples then and fax it serious she did but then i was like can't i just email it and apparently she doesn't do email oh my gosh are you i know i have to go to the local staples (sighs) i gotta go to fedex kinko's just like a and (laughs) uh get some get some posters printed 
Yeah. Um, yeah, based on Farron, like in her like interactions with her mom and her dad separately, I get the vibe that there's a bit of a um distance between them that she doesn't tell them everything that they put a lot of pressure on her maybe like to be uh-huh. someone who is a ballerina that is so that is it requires dedication and very like strict right. regiments and so I don't know if her parents are pushing I mean it seems like she truly enjoys it so maybe I'm reaching here but I don't know we don't know a ton about them but either way Tabby is like, I will edit the video in a certain way. And so that way it's like people can't grab their phones out. And Farron and Noah immediately are like, yes, we vote yes. Uh, Mouse is now in because of the dead rat. Like she hated that. Uh, And so Tabby mutes her and Imogen. And she says, Imogen, what do you think? And uh, Imogen says, I'm in if you're in. And so it's on. They're into this. They're going to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Terrible. The next day. Yeah. Do not. It's truly <laughs> terrible. Yeah, don't do this. Uh, the next day, it's Thursday, October 1st. They're at the same table we saw Karen and Kelly at. And Karen's like, when are you, when are you doing? Uh, and they say they're going to do a screening at the Orpheum. It's also an event to pr- promote Imogen's Spirit Queen campaign. Um, and she's like, I can't believe the principal is even letting you run. And Imogen's like, well, we thought he might say, like, he might be worried that a, the pregnant student would sue the school. So he's letting you run. <laughs> yeah yeah Um, discrimination right yeah so karen's like i have nothing to confess and she like takes some of the flyers and she's like i'll be there yeah i tabby gives karen the out if you have anything to confess this is your last chance Mm -hmm. and then karen storms off in her kareny way yep uh, and we see various, like, the various girls handing out what looked to be, like, tickets to the screening. So we see a mouse putting them at the computers in the computer lab. Farron is ha- putting them in, like, the, the cubbies for ballet. Uh, Noah leaves them all on the library desk. That was, like, Karen, you're not, or excuse me, Noah, you're not even trying. You're just, like, you just left them in a stack on the library desk. You're not handing them out to anybody. That's my effort. I don't want to try. I just want to do my part and and leave yeah she has important things to do she has to hang out with her i guess now notably suspicious boyfriend (laughs) yes uh his friends are making plans for the dance but he had told he's like i gotta get off this thread i told them i can't go and noah keeps telling him you should go you should go like you're on the football team you'll be the guests of honor like go without me uh, but he's like, I don't want to go. I don't want you now. It's like too schmoopy for me, to be honest. I don't know. Like, why would you want to go to a dance without your significant other? I would you rather would go with your friends. I would rather, if I was a teen, I would rather go to my significant other's house and hang out one on one and have smoochy time. <laughs> smoochy. Yeah, I would rather be smooching than dancing. I'm not saying I'm just saying like if his friends really wanted to go and wanted him to go with I would be like yeah go with your friends like go have a good time why but why would you want to go to a school dance without your significant other I don't know most school dances I went to I didn't have a significant other so it didn't seem like a big deal wanted to to be with the significant other (laughs) you you it's like it's a the point is a dance who you're gonna slow dance with your bros no I mean, you could. No, I'd rather be smooching. 
I read Sarah's motto: <laughs> always be smooching your bros, which is fine. <laughs> ABS ads: but always be smooching. This kid, <laughs> always be smooching. <laughs> uh, this kid does not want to go to the dance. He wants to go to the dance with Tabby. I feel like your version of smooching is like when I said get frisky. Like, smooching sounds like something old people say. Do you want me to be more like I would rather, you know, you don't want me to get descriptive. This is PSR. (laughs) Ma'am, this is and the wheels turning in your head. This is a PG-13 podcast. You could say like jump his bones. This is not PSR after dark. No, after dark. I feel like if we had an after dark edition, it would have to start like PSR after dark. Oh, yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, No, this is not that. Um, No. Brown chicka brown PSR after dark. (laughs) No, no, no (laughs) boom chicka wow wow. No. Um, so uh so yes, if he doesn't want to go without her, uh Chip is asking where Tabby got the raw footage from. Chip is the only sensible one. Thank you. I agree. Chip is like, this is not a great idea, but I will do this because I'm hopelessly in love with you and you are the gorgeous, gorgeous girl. Yeah. Uh, she's like, you're the best. She's like, listen, quid pro quo. I'll owe you something. And so he's like, oh, well, do you want to go to the dance with me? And so she's like, yeah. For a hot second, I really thought she was going to say, yeah, it's friends. Like, really just, like, rubbing it in even further. No. And you're in the friend I zone. feel bad because, once again, Tabby is only being like, yeah, let's go to the dance. Because she knows that if she goes to the dance with him, then he will p- – you know, play and edit this video at the at the theater. So I feel really yeah. bad. She's using him. Bad, bad Tabby. Don't use Chip. She is using Chip. And I think that based on her reaction when Noah asked, like, oh, is that your boyfriend? She knows how he feels. Like, Tabby yeah. is so smart. She has to know. She knows. I had the biggest crush on a kid named Chip in high school. There was a kid named Chip in your high school? Yes. <laughs> was and he I, a jock? All Chips no. to me would read as jocks. He was, like, kind of like a skater kid. Oh, did he wear Etnies? Yeah, totally. Yes. Yeah, Vans. Whatever. I had a crush on a skater kid once. He was really mean to me, and he was super quiet. <laughs> <laughs> How can he be mean to you and be quiet? Do you because whenever he, he did talk you? to me, he was really mean. <laughs> oh god! And I really liked it because I oh, was a teenager. Goodness. Well, he uh, was like, no, I he was like in in my homeroom. He was like my homeroom crush. You know, specifically just for homeroom. He was just not for even homeroom. another class. He might have been in some of my other classes, but because of the way the alphabet was, I sat yeah. near him in homeroom. Wow, you're so lucky. I no, because he was not nice. <laughs> I was Chip's science partner, and it was the best. I was oh so happy when I got science partners with him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you guys have chemistry? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, anyway, we're at the movie theater. Uh, Karen is in the center row. Uh, and Tabby's like, you know what? This just confirms my theory that no one loves free shit more than rich people. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's true. Have you ever seen the Oscar swag bags? Yeah, it they is... get swag bags. They have fancy stuff. It is the 
that is my dream. I don't want to go to the Oscars. Bag? I just want to get the Oscars swag bag. You just need to get a famous friend first. <sighs> who do you I think guess. is your the friend that's most likely to end up famous? You just need to figure out who that is and cozy probably, up next to him. Probably you. Mm, then you're pr- going to be pretty SOL because I don't see that happening. <laughs> you said the Oscars swag bag? Yeah. Which one is the Oscars? What are they giving out awards for? Oh, God, Jessica. The I'm movies. So oh, it's movies? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't want the awards, the Oscars, the Oscars. Well, I know there's like a music one. I know the Emmys That's is the TV. Grammys. Yeah. Okay, there you go. And I know there's a thing called an EGOT. You get all of them. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the, the T in EGOT? Tonys. Good job. And what does that represent? I think it's musical theater. It's theater. Okay, because I know that um, the guy who did Hamilton doesn't he have an EGOT? Okay. God, Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> let's just just move past this wait i'm sorry i'm bad with names anyway i love him uh anyway uh so yeah so they enter the theater and the i just keep calling him bad person in my notes because or like creeper it's either in my notes it says bad person or creeper who are you talking about the bad one the person who kills people oh because we don't know them as a yet we i mean i guess at the end of this episode we will yeah but yeah so the bad person is standing behind the screen with a peephole and it's so creepy (laughs) yeah peepholes are not great (laughs) have you ever seen a not creepy people i say the rankings of holes (laughs) peepholes are probably low (laughs) donut holes probably high uh so yeah and so we get i feel like we got a lot more in the physical description of the bad guy or a this episode because we see a lot more close-ups of this person and it looks like it is like some kind of mask that has like almost like bark or like leather looking material on it with like these weird stitches well it looked like a little i don't know it didn't look like skin to me but it also was a mask because i guess hard to tell yeah but um uh it's video time here and i will just say as if tabby wasn't already my favorite character she says to the girls hold on to your butts and that is a jurassic park quote ladies and gentlemen it is everyone else it is and it confirms that her favorite movie is jurassic park like it says on her name tag yeah of course i thought of you when i heard that line um, hold on to your butts yeah so we play the video it starts off looking like a campaign video so everyone's yes. like oh Everyone yeah vote for like karen a, yeah vote for karen and then but karen is like noticeably confused and she like turns to her sister kelly and she's like what 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 is this and we're watching it and then it starts like switching off to right some um footage taken with i suppose like it looks like it's taken with an iphone Mm -hmm. and karen is plastered and this is you recognize she's wearing the same outfit as the before in the beginning of the episode the six months ago flashback so this is after she gets into the fight with uh imogen Mm-hmm. And she's drunk and she starts like going off about how it's ridiculous that Greg kissed Imogen and that, you know, she's so much better. And I mean, to be honest with you, the the main thing, the main takeaway that I took out of this video is um, the, and excuse me, I'm so sorry, PSR, 
but it's the pencil deck. <laughs> I was enamored with the pencil deck. I was like, she, well, you know who wasn't is Karen. No, she was pissed because apparently, like, she didn't say that she lost her virginity here, but she was just going on about Greg's pencil dick. And yeah, I was she, like, she, can you believe, believe Greg kissed that effing slut when he has me? A-hole couldn't even keep his pencil D hard enough to F me properly. It was like 15 seconds tops. I mean, if they're both virgins. Then and they're both you teenagers. Really, you really blame Greg. He's doing the black. best with his pencil. I'm sorry. And and not only that, but we hear, like, during all of this, we hear a man's voice, or seemingly a man's voice, behind the camera. Yes. Um, And she's like, oh, how big are you? And he says he's huge. She's like, well, you have to show me. And he's like, oh, you show me yours first. And so this is when the, the, like, clip cuts off, and Karen, like, sprints out of the theater. And I do have to say, this film was so long. It was, like, 30 full seconds. Plenty okay. of time for someone to whip the camera Enough out. time for somebody to whip out their phone and film it. Yeah. Half of those teenagers have their phones in their hands anyway. At this exactly, point. they probably Nobody are already watches filming. the previews. Yeah, uh, and so Kelly follows her, and Wes like sees all this go down. He sees them run out, so he enters the theater, and the movie's starting up. So he's like, "Hmm, that's weird." But him and Chip make eye contact. Yes. Uh, and Imogen was like, "Was that bad?" And Mouse is like, "It's not as bad as rat torture." And I'm like. This is true. That's that's very true. Did you feel <laughs> bad for Karen in this moment at all? Um, I feel like Karen has done worse than this. I mean, yeah, this is awful. This is something that will follow you for a while. Um, I think it's good that because I thought that they just cut the film off before she revealed the tatas. Um, but friends, it turns out she didn't reveal any tatas because Imogen interrupted all of that. But yeah, it sucks. This is awful. Um, our, so this is a minute. If for sure. they edited the video in any sense, they just added in the clip at the beginning and the clip at the end. <laughs> so they added more to the video. They did it. <laughs> made it longer. Subtracting. They did not edit the video. They just no. added more to the video. Yeah, this. I guess I that think they they cut when Imogen came into the room. They definitely cut that out. But I think the move, maybe this is the move. Tell me what you think of this. You No, I don't think you can splice like that. I was going to say you could splice little cuts of it in the middle of the Jordan Peele movie they're watching so that people have to stay for the whole film waiting for the next clip with Karen in it. But that's okay, that is too. a lot of work. <laughs> and it's probably very disrespectful for Jordan Peele's Get Out, which was of critical acclaim. I think maybe they just do instead. They just do like make it like a 15 second clip, not a 30 second clip, you know, <laughs> maybe a few less pencil D references. Yes, maybe. Um, and so everyone's leaving um, and uh, Noah has a curfew. Tabby has to stay and sweep. She's still working. Um, and Imogen is immediately having second thoughts. She's like, was that okay? I don't know. And Tabby's like, yeah, of course. Like Karen was shook. That's exactly what we wanted. Um, and Tabby tells her, just go grab a ride with the other ones. You're fine. So as she comes back in, though, Wes is yelling at Chip. He's like, what's going on with that clip for the movie? And Ta I was really happy to see Tabby fess up to it and not let Chip take the fall. Yeah, I do, too. I think that that was big of her. Um, and also, I think that once again, Tabby's really smart. I think that she knows if Chip took the blame he would get fired but if she took the blame because Wes has such a yep. 
disgusting feelings for her, then she would get off like not in big trouble. Right. So Wes sends Chip home and Tabby basically like begs for her like her job not to be fired. Well, I think that she's more focused on NYU as well. I think both things matter to her. Like she even says like this place is like home to me. Like this is like my favorite place. Please don't fire me. And he says this is your one F up. Um, and he tells her to clean up and he'll give her a ride home. And I truly thought we were going to see that ride home. Like I yeah. thought something was going to happen because I'm like, oh man, like is he going to. Is he going to turn out to be a true a-hole and be like, well, now you owe me a kiss or well, now you I think owe it, me I think whatever. that that is what's going to happen. That's the feeling that I'm getting. But I think it's because it's kind of like a trope and we're kind of just ready for hey, it. Hey, if this Pretty Little Liars does not push tropes, then I am all for it. I don't need to see Wes and Tabby get forced into a relationship that Same. doesn't really interest me i've seen it a thousand times before mm -hmm. in different iterations and i would be fine with west just being a little bit creepy and not totally creepy or maybe yeah. west can actually help her get into nyu that could be great yeah i'm with you i fully agree with that and because we didn't see it this episode i'm hoping that that is the case that we're not yeah, going to see it at all so i think it's going to happen Ugh. So Mouse, meanwhile, is on Karen's Insta. She's reading through all these comments and they're all like super mean, which I was like, I got to be honest. The video was bad, but it was mostly just bad for Greg. Like <laughs> it, she <wasn't laughs> it was really an anti-Greg video more so. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, I guess like, you know, she it's embarrassing, but it's more uh, embarrassing for Greg. He got called a pencil D. <laughs> and also yeah. he only lasted 15 seconds like that is not what a teenage yeah. boy wants to hear i right. i feel like if i i thought with all the mean comments she's getting it felt more like she put out they put out a video of her saying and you know that girl diane well she sucks and you know i saw her eating grass the other day i don't know whatever like it felt mm -hmm. like all the hate she'd be getting is more like if she said mean things about a lot of people. I, I, yeah, totally. I guess it's the fact that she was in a compromising position offering to show her tatas, as you said earlier. <laughs> and that's <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> What's better, tatas or smooch? I mean, I know I have more comfort in saying, but that's not really your question. <laughs> Uh, so Imogen is lying awake in bed and we see a flashback to her having dinner with her mom, uh, where she's like on the phone with Karen. She hangs up and she said she'd meet Karen at the mall before it closes. And her mom says herself, she's like, remember you are who you hang out with. I don't like Karen. She's a bully and a mean girl. And I don't want you to be those things. You can't ever be those things. You understand. And Imogen says she won't be. And Imogen is having this memory because obviously she was a mean girl tonight. She did mean girl shit. Like exactly. what she did was be a bully. Exactly. She realizes that she ha would have made her mom disappointed in her. And the only thing mm -hmm. that she has right now is a memory of her and her mother's relationship. And one of the wishes that Davy had for her daughter was that she would be a nice girl. Yeah. And we go back to present time where Imogen's phone buzzes. Uh, we see her meet up with Karen in the graveyard. 
Sarah in the graveyard. I told you that's what they you did. You did do. mention this, and apparently it's their thing their that thing? they what do does that often. Mean? I oh, go to Starbucks. That's what a normal thing is. Go to the mall. Go to ice skating. <laughs> Don't go to the cemetery. But okay. But then again, when I was a teen, I hung out like I don't know by the train tracks. So maybe <laughs> maybe the cemetery is not that different. I don't think it's that different from the train tracks. Okay, so maybe I mean that's where you went to go to the train tracks. You just went to no. the train tracks or like a random empty uh, parking lot. That's what what that's kind of what we did. Oh so God. maybe the cemetery is not too different. No, uh, she. So Karen's like, I know the video is from you. Where did you get it? And Imogen, uh, we so we see all of this happening where Imogen goes back to get her coat. She pushes Tyler off of Karen and tries to get him to stop recording. She helps Karen. Meanwhile, Karen's saying she hates Imogen and Tyler is still recording them. So Imogen takes his phone and she tells Karen, that night I handed you off to Kelly to make sure you were safe before I left. And this is when Karen admits to Imogen that she lost her virginity to Greg earlier that night. Mm -hmm. And the next thing she heard, she, he was kissing Imogen. Yeah. Um, Isn't it interesting how all that might have happened? But of course, Kelly did not tell Karen that the next morning. Yeah. And not only that, but again, this is this is some nonsense where Karen makes a really good point of you saved that video. Mm -hmm. You could have deleted it that night, but you didn't. You saved it. Which makes Imogen not that innocent, in my opinion. Yeah. Because she kept it for blackmail in the future. And I yeah. thought that was messed up. I think that Karen made telling. a good point. I thought that. And I think that Imogen's. Well, I don't know. I think that Davy Imogen's mother would have kept that video but of course Imogen doesn't know that side of she her mom she wants her daughter to be better is the thing she exactly. wants her daughter to be better than she was and it all goes back to I, that night in 99 if okay so if it was me and or actually if it was you and I had a compromising photo or video of you and I collected this dude's phone I would give you the video I would yeah. give you the phone so that you can dispose of it how you would like. Right. And that's what Imogen should have done. Of course, they were kind of on bad terms. And I'm sure Imogen tried to talk to Karen. Um, as she said in the previous episode, I tried to talk to you and I've said sorry a bunch of times. I'm sure Karen didn't want to hear it. But I think that she should have still given the phone back to Karen. I think that's the gesture of goodwill. I think that's the move where you say, I didn't kiss your boyfriend. He kissed me. And to further prove that, I could have released this video, but instead, I'm well, giving I it to you that. to dispose I of. Say that. But you know what I mean? Like, the, I'm not saying like necessarily say it out loud, but more of like right. to show you that I'm, I'm on your loyal, side, a loyal friend to you, exactly. But also, Karen was a raging bee. And oh yeah, of course. I'm sure Imogen in the world of teenage girls, I think that you find what ammo you can yeah. i don't i don't see that's a good thing but i think that that's what was going that's what's through happening. her mind yeah. imogen's and so mind imogen's like well you shouldn't have put razor blades in your own shoes or mutilated <gasps> I, I'm sorry, whenever she says it it just sounds so stupid because i'm i don't think karen did put the razor blades in the shoes i'd be like bitch what are you talking about i didn't put no razor blades in anybody's shoes yeah oh my god so uh yeah so she's like i did not do that and imogen's like well obviously we're not gonna have an honest conversation so i'm gonna go and then karen just yells at imogen get out of my face and so imogen leaves and 
okay this one scared me because we just see the creeper like pop up behind her and i'm like ah like run Karen. Yeah, i because imogen is like is saying you know are you gonna just stay out here alone and karen's like what i'm gonna take care of myself like i'm not afraid of anything and yeah and then there's like the creepy scary guy in the background yeah it's very scary um but yeah let's let's go to a quick ad break because i still need to calm down from that creeper being there this as much tabby's like no jump scares and then the show is like every jump scare for you um so we will be right back we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're back and it's Friday. Friday A. I was trying to emphasize the A, but it's kind of impossible to do. Anyway. <laughs> uh tabby asks if imogen's okay because she was falling asleep at breakfast and imogen immediately tells tabby that she met up with karen last night which also i was kind of mad that she didn't bring tabby with her even as like a lookout like she didn't yeah. like karen didn't need to see tabby yeah. but i feel like that's safety you yeah. know can we can we talk about how cute imogen was she was dressing okay imogen's clothes she either dresses like she's a freaking five-year-old or a doll or she has this getup. Now, no respectable teenager wears this getup. She is wearing skinny jeans. I was told the skinny jeans are not in by the children. She's wearing <laughs> a pink cami. Then she's wearing like this like weirdly cropped sweater. But it's one of those like kid sweaters where it ties by two strings in the front. Oh, and it's yes. over her belly. But then on top of that, she's wearing like Kelly green flats 
but that but they're mary jane flats once again like very childlike with straps across the feet like what is her style it is so weird she, she did that like you said like she to me it was a very doll-like outfit in the cemetery because she had those white socks that end just above your knees kind of with similar like mary jane shoes yes. which to me reads very much like a doll it's very um, strange like why her style I'm, is weird i'm going to have to really think about why they are dressing her like this which is either doll-like or child-like everybody else kind of has their unique sense of style like of course tabby's is more like casual street smart um for me karen it reminds me so much of Cher from clueless I had the same exact thoughts because she wears like blazers and like these like fuzzy shirts. I think Karen is very into textures because all oh, her yeah. shirts and outfits feel like look fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. But I just and and I'm just not totally like cluing in to what the dresser's story for Imogen is yet uh, in terms of clothing because it's, it's very feels- intentional. Okay, based on the fact that she's dressing like either a doll or a child, it feels childlike to me. Mm-hmm. Like we are supposed to look at her as either like innocent or naive or young. Um, though that's what her, you know, fashion story is telling me. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because I can't wait to talk about the dance looks because I have a favorite and I feel like it's obvious, but we'll get there. I hated. Um, her dance look but we'll get there oh imogens yeah um and so yeah so uh so yeah so tabby is like listen like karen's a psych a sociopath say it with me now she's a sociopath and she's like why the cemetery (laughs) she's like that was our thing (laughs) what why is it your thing uh so Farron, um, they're missing their black swan because karen isn't at school so they're not going to practice and Farron volunteers but uh Jiri, I think her name is Jiri, Madam or 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 Madam Jiri, I think Jiri. Yeah, she says no, and Henry is like, "This is BS. You, they know you're the best. Let me talk to her. Don't worry, I'll make it all about me, of course." Um, and he (laughs) asks if she's going to the dance, and this was interesting because he doesn't say, "Do you want to go to the dance?" He says, "I'm going. Maybe you should too." And I was like, oh, the steamy dancing is turning into a romance. Yes. Yeah. I think that they should take their steamy dancing to the school dance. I was sad that we didn't get more uh, steamy like, dancing. choreographed dancing from that. Yeah. Like a dirty dancing style thing. Like I would have appreciated that. Yeah. But such is life. Um. So, yeah. So then uh, Karen. So quote unquote Karen goes to see the principal who thinks that she's Kelly and she's like no I'm Karen uh she's like listen I don't want to be spirit queen I'm withdrawing from the race I don't deserve it uh Imogen and Tabitha didn't destroy her poster or my posters I did I was jealous I felt threatened I'm really sorry um I believe all of my heart of hearts Imogen deserves to be spirit queen mm. and I was like Something's wrong here. You were suspicious right away. Immediately. Yeah. Right. It is very because the conversation last night did not go in the way that you would have where this would have been Karen's response. Right. So did you have a feeling? Did you think that it was Karen putting on an act or did you have a feeling it it was Kelly? I thought it was just Karen putting an act on because, okay, 
if we're talking outfits, she was dressed just like Karen. I mean, I know Karen and Kelly dress similarly, but no, Karen they don't. wears these like outrageous, yeah. like uh, what's the word? Ostentatious, bright mm-hmm. colored, fuzzy outfits. And so I saw Karen and I was like, oh, it's this Karen. It did give me slight pause when the principal called her Kelly, but I was like, it's probably just the principal being dumb. Yeah. So then we get Kelly, who's um, really Karen. Well, actually, no, Karen, that's really Kelly, excuse me, come in. Actual Karen is crying on the bed. She's been yeah. reading Instagram comments. And this is the first time I think that we saw Kelly really stand up to her sister or in or be more vocal than she has more assertive yeah more assertive that is a great word for it because she's just like what are you doing don't read the comments um you know and then they kind of have this plan going on that you know something is going to happen at the dance Yes. So they're like, well, Imogen is going to be crowned spirit queen. Um, and so we're going to give her a starring role in the movie. They want to go with Carrie, which again, I, I do love these. This show is very reference heavy, mostly because of Tabitha, but here as well that everybody, I haven't seen Carrie. I know what happens in Carrie. Everybody yeah. knows what happens in Carrie. Yes. So we're like, Ooh, that's not good. Um, Meanwhile, Imogen gets called into the principal's office and he's like, I'm so sorry. I accused you and uh, Tabitha. I noticed that Tabitha didn't get called in and get an apology. I'm just saying. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And he's like, listen, Karen confessed and she dropped out of the race for spirit queen. Also, why isn't there a spirit king? But, you know, fine. Or like what, what is happening here? I don't know. But also, why is the principal so like heavily invested in spirit queen? I have no idea. And it's very weird to me that he's like, oh, and come, I've heard that it's like mother, like daughter. I'm like, first of all, who did you hear that from? Second of all, her mom just died, bro. Like, maybe don't bring that up right now. I think it's so funny that this show takes Spirit Queen so seriously. And I think it yeah. has to be like, I don't know, it's, a, it's an equivalent to Prom Queen. And I think that it, it's such a tv and movie trope that prom queen is a big deal but honestly honestly most of the time schools just pick out a hat for prom queen these days (gasps) as far as i know my gosh it's so dumb to they they did that with my school my prom i didn't go to my prom so i I could not tell you but you don't know uh yeah well i don't know i when the principal said like like mother like daughter i think that it was supposed to be a a, a kind thing oh i don't doubt that it was more just like the way he said it was like he wasn't sure or like he had just heard that her mom had a bit square queen he was trying to be nice but he knows that her mom just died so like yeah maybe don't bring up her mom to her i don't know i'd be really i'd be really really hesitant to like do well, something like I that. don't know. Maybe it's the way that he said it. Maybe he would have been like, your mother would be like so honored that you're following in her footsteps. How about that? Mm, you don't know what my mom would want. Okay, bitch. <laughs> Come on. He's trying. This loser principal that cares so much about Spirit Queen is yeah. trying. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, then all the other girls are waiting in the hall because they heard her get called to the office. And Imogen tells the others that Karen dropped out of the race. And she's really freaking out. They bring her into the bathroom and Imogen is freaking out because she's like, I'm nothing like my mom. She never would have shown that video like we did. And uh, Tabby's like, listen, we made a pact 
Uh, and Imogen's like, listen, my mom would have destroyed the phone and not held it on, held on to it for months. And um, Imogen's like, we all messed up. Um, you know, you what's know, interesting. Like, it yeah. kind of makes me think, like, because Davy presented herself like like she was so kind and so perfect Mm -hmm. Imogen doesn't know the truth right and she would probably feel almost better in this moment maybe worse but well we don't know what Davy was like post the 99 incident well I think that she at least presented herself like she's a changed person right and she didn't tell her daughter about this because she as they were saying in the last episode, they never talked about their high school experience. It's right. just like kind of sad that she's like my, she has this expectation of what her mother, who her mother was and what her mother did and how her mother's like morals are that she doesn't right. realize that she's more like her mother than she thinks. Well, yeah. And this is part of what happens when people die. Everybody romanticizes them and thinks so highly of them and she's like, oh, my mom would have hated me for being like this. And, you know, she'd be so disappointed. And the truth is you don't really know what your mom would have, how your mom would have reacted because she's not here. And so I think Imogen is putting her mom on such a pedestal because she is dead and because she isn't going to be able to get that kind of, you know, what her mom would have thought or what her mom would have said to her. And right. so she's in a really rough spot. I mean, gosh, she's six months pregnant. Her mom is dead and she's in this really awful situation um and she's just like oh i'm a terrible person but tabby's like you're not a terrible person karen is don't let her gaslight you um and noah is very sweet she's like you're gonna be millwood high's first pregnant spirit queen but imogen doesn't even want to go and tabby comes up with the idea of let's all go to the dance together as friends and noah says i can't go because of the stupid ankle monitor um mouse has never been to a dance in real life and farron's like you know what I don't feel guilty. <laughs> like, yes, Farron. <laughs> Once again, her. just Farron's like a queen. She's like, yeah, she's like, you know, she deserves it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she's like, and I think that dancer from my, uh, from Black Swan is straight. And she's super excited about it. Yeah, uh, because of all the saucy dancing. Saucy. Uh, Imogen doesn't have a dress that fits. And Tabby's like, my mom can help out with that. Don't worry about it. Can she help you out with that? Can she? <laughs> I can't wait to talk about these outfits. But first, we have to go to community service where Mr. Beasley uh, is being just like basically threatening Noah. He's like, oh, you only have till the end of the month on community service, huh? He's like, I'm, I really appreciate how you've turned your life around. I like that you know how to keep your mouth shut. And she's like, yeah, I do. I learned that in juvie. And he's like, do you want to do pick up trash or priming? I'm, fe- I'm feeling very benevolent today. So she asks him for a favor, and that is she gets permission to go to the dance for the night. She doesn't have to wear her ankle monitor for the night. Woohoo. I'm like, dang, that sheriff has some power that he's able to do that. I know. Seriously. Who's um uh her like caseworker that's allowing this sign that's off? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did we know that she went to juvie? This is the first we're hearing of it. The okay. first episode, all we knew was that she had gotten into trouble and she had to wear an ankle bracelet. And Got it. Like okay. All that. But we didn't know why. We Got still it. don't know why. We don't. Um. So, yeah. So, she tells her boyfriend and he's all excited. Uh, it is now Saturday night. The night of the dance. And the mm-hmm. glam squad has arrived. We get our uh, Yeah. Montage. So, this is kind of 
our favorite type of montage which is the yes. makeover episode or like the makeovers so it's it's very fun it's very fun if it's very light it's very teenagery they're all standing in front of a mirror putting on makeup getting ready together dancing to music um i love mouse trying to put on mascara and she's like one eye <laughs> like that's how back. we all were the first time we tried to put mascara on mouse don't you worry about it girl it's fine <laughs> so so I thought this was a really fun scene and I like even the little shoes where we were having um, a steady shot on the bathroom yes. and each girl jumps into the shot and you only see her shoes in the bottom of the dress. It was just fun, you know. I absolutely loved it. I totally agree with you. And it's really fun because obviously we cover 90s shows. And so a lot of the montages we see are 90s montages. I was really refreshing to see a modern day montage of these girls getting ready. I loved like, again, I think in the 90s, I don't know that we're really seeing people put on highlighter. So we're just seeing them like with above the cheekbones with the highlighter. I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. They also were talking about um their favorite dance movies tabby's is suspiria which i've never heard of uh center stage is farron's dirty dancing for imogen which of course i love yeah, dirty classic. dancing yeah all the step up franchise for noah and mouse's is west side story mm. what's your favorite dance movie probably dirty dancing that's like my first gut instinct you know what people think a lot of people really do think that dirty dancing havana nights is the best dance uh is the better dirty dancing have you ever heard, seen that one i have not but i immediately reject that take i you know people really like it i don't know what well, to i say. really like the original like how are you okay baby is carrying watermelons like come on like the, not the not songs. a baby, not a baby carrying watermelon. No, no, the girl's name like, baby. The girl baby is yeah, carrying watermelon. No, no one puts baby in the corner. No, would never put baby mm -hmm. in the corner. Such a good. Uh, what is it? And I said, and I simply said, baby, my sweet mm -hmm. baby. It's so good. Yeah, it's, um, a good, it's a good one. It is so good. Uh, yeah. So. Imogen says she's going to apologize to Karen at the dance and give her the crown or try to. And Tabby's like, we'll help you. And I really liked this because we leave the first episode with Imogen saying, let's kill Karen. But I don't know. It kind of just feels like very, once again, flip floppy. It is. However, I also think it's so plausible or realistic for teenagers to do something and then immediately get that ick factor of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just did that. I feel so bad about it. Right. So that made sense to me. Sure. Um, we need to talk about these looks now. I pulled them up on my uh, on my screen so I could take a peek. So I'm gonna go. Uh, hold on. I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share my screen with you so you can see the loops. Oh, I'm as excited. We talk about them. So first, we need to talk about. Let's go left to right. Let's start with Mouse. Mouse is wearing a white T-shirt. On top of it is like this blue tulle, deep V-cut spaghetti scrap, spaghetti strap dress. Um, the tulle is kind of like cut at different lengths. So it, it might be a midi dress. It's kind of hard to tell. Vibes. What are you feeling? Hate it. It makes me want to throw up in my mouth. Is it the t-shirt underneath Horrible. that bothers it's you? T-shirt. It's all of it. And I think that she might have been, was the one wearing, I don't know what kind of shoes she was wearing. I forget. But I really hate it. Like, I think it's terrible. I don't mind it. I did like that. It makes, okay. 
I think it's in line with her character that she would be wearing a t-shirt underneath her dress because she, I feel like she's the type that is like a little insecure and like doesn't want to wear something super revealing. So I think this tracks is like what she'd be wearing. I, I think she's probably the one wearing the combat boots that we saw. Um, but I don't know for sure. That would make sense. Look yeah. Further. I really despise this look. I think it's terrible. Okay. Uh, next up we have Farron. Kind of looks like a toga. <laughs> like a sparkly no, she's toga. so glam. It's oh, a you like this one. It's a drape dress. There's like a tie. It has like some sort of a neck piece. Um, she is like a glamazon. I think that she's amazing. It's not my favorite look out of all of them, but I think it's probably number two or three in my rankings. Okay. Uh, next up we have Imogen. <laughs> she is wearing. A gold dress that has a bit of like these like glitzy detailing, but then the top is like velvet, black velvet on the boobs, and like a it's big like a Richardson dress, right? Kind of. I think I would like it Puffy if sleeves. the top was just like normal straps and it was gold. I think the black is what throws me off. Like, okay, so obviously she's meant to be like six months pregnant here. She can't wear certain things, but this is just awful. It's so ugly. And the empire waist does not help. It doesn't help. It doesn't yeah. help. It doesn't flatter her. No respectable teenager would wear this ensemble. It has to be like Tabby's mom from when she was pregnant with Tabby. Terrible, yeah. awful. Uh, do I hate it more than mouses? Ooh, the issue is, or the thing is, if Mouse took off the white t-shirt, then it would be like a average, okay, meh dress. But there is nothing that Imogen can do to make this dress cute at the state it's in now. I think Imogen's is my least favorite so far. Horrible. Why, Imogen? You used to be like a baddie. Yeah. And now more. you're a saddie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we have Tabby's outfit, which is my personal favorite because I love the like gender bending androgynous looks. And I think Tabby pulls this look off perfectly. She is wearing these cute sequin shorts. Um, she has on kind of like the normal button down shirt and a bow tie. And she has this cute little like blazer jacket on her hair is like down and normal on one side and is like braided on the other side i loved this look yeah i really like this i think that her hair looks amazing i really like the the fact that it's like feminine but it's still androgynous and it's yes. a little masculine as the well and come I think, on was that I said the sequin shorts, they're yes. everything. Yeah, and like she has a lacy top, and I think that she accessorized really well. Um, I think this is really a cool look. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit mature for a high school student, but I think it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, we have Noah, who has her hair down and just kind of like normal curls. Um, she is wearing kind of a short red dress that – uh, accentuates the tatas. Like, I feel like it's a, a deep cut. Yeah. Or uh, low cut. I don't know what it's called. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it's just like a very basic red dress, but 
I mean, everybody looks good in a basic red dress. Yeah, I think I really like this one. And this one's probably my favorite because I think it's really age appropriate. It's young. It's fresh. She looks mm-hmm. good in it. She looks saucy in it. And I think that even though I think that um, Tabby has the most her own unique fashion sense i do think it like it veers a little bit old for a high school student while i believe that noah's is very age appropriate and something that i would see at a high school dance that's fair i would agree with that i also think that you would see uh noah's alpha anna at a high school dance especially because like I remember when short dresses were all the rage and everybody was wearing these short, short, short dresses and I was super tall. And so I just couldn't do the short dress because I, people don't need to see those parts, you know, like it's showing everything. Um, there's clouds on mouse's dress. We didn't, we didn't mention that. Oh, I I didn't realize. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's very darling. I don't know. I like (laughs) it. Darling. Darling. It's darling. Um, anyway, so moving on, we're at the dance. Uh, Imogen finds Karen or wait, it's Kelly. And immediately I was like, is this really Karen? Like, this is the thing with twins. You don't know. Okay. Okay. Or is it really is it really and we, I, I would still argue we still don't necessarily know who it was. Okay. So she was dancing with Greg. This is part of my theories. Okay. Maybe we'll save it to the end. But well, we I can... did I did make note of that. I okay, I'll just say it. I'm not fully convinced Karen is dead. I think it's think it might be super Kelly. Super plausible that Kelly is the one that's dead and Karen is going to take over Kelly's personality. Interesting. Okay. So what I will say is we never get confirmation who's who. And we also see this person, whether it's Karen or Kelly dancing with Greg. And the fact that Imogen thinks that it's Karen speaks to me that it actually is that Karen is the one who was in the formal wear because Imogen was best friends with her and Usually with twins, like there is a way to tell them apart. You know, they're not ever like even identical twins. There's a way to tell them apart. So I agree with that. Um, We'll talk a little bit more at the end and maybe get into more of some like previous Pretty Little Liars content spoilers, just in case anybody doesn't want to be spoiled on that. Um, But yeah, so uh, Imogen is just like, oh, I, you know, I really want to see Karen and Karen or Kelly is like, oh, I can't wait to see you on stage tonight. And we get like super ominous music playing as the sisters are pouring red paint. To me, I'd be like, no, no, you know what? I'm good. I don't need to be on stage. Yeah, something is weird here. Sir, you will bring the crown to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh Henry finds Farron and he calls her the one true swan. Uh Farron's too busy like searching for Karen. Uh, but Henry said he saw her when he came in and they he asked her to dance, and she says yes. We see Greg spiking the punch and like he's pouring it with a flask into the punch bowl and then like licking it, like lapping at it as it pours in. And I'm like, this is the most unsanitary thing I've ever seen. That was very gross. You, fine. Spike the punch bowl. Have at it. Have a great time. (laughs) Sarah's like, you know what? At a high school with dance, you want to spike the punch bowl? Please do. (laughs) Fine. That's fine. But don't like lick the punch the the alcohol as it's going down like a dog how much spittle went into that punch bowl it's disgusting a lot that's worse than spiking the punch bowl 
Also, how is there not a chaperone looking at the punch bowl? Like, have you never seen a um, high school movie? There is one chaperone in the entire party, and it's the principal, and he's too obsessed with Spirit Queen. Spirit Queen. He's like, <laughs> Spirit Queen? I need he's to like, you know. know what? I don't have time to watch the punch bowl. I'm too focused on announcing Spirit Queen. I gotta get my speech he's like, down. He's like in the back, like, shining the crown. Like, this <laughs> has to be perfect. <laughs> has to be perfect. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so uh, Ash finds Mouse at the dance. He's like, you seem on edge. And she says, crowds make her nervous. And so he's like, hey, you want to go get high? So she goes with him. And we know this is uh, modern times because they're using a vape pen. And he's like, oh, you're a natural. And she's like, do you really think this is the first time I've smoked weed? And then she starts coughing, <laughs> which I really loved. And he's like, you know what? Next time we'll take gummies instead. Uh, and we get the the um, background on why she's called Mouse. Her name is Minnie, and her moms have always called her Mouse. Her family is Disney obsessed, and partly it's because they want to keep her a little girl forever. And also, childhood trauma. That's too tragic to talk about right now. Hmm. And I'm like, please, tell me more. <laughs> we'll just put a pin on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this interaction was very cute. I'm really shipping, uh, what are we going to call them, MASH? mash yeah mouse and ash pretty pretty good actually yeah that's really good plus when you play mash you get like linked up with someone so yeah m-a-s-h yeah mansion apartment shack (laughs) or house is it house oh yeah Yeah. i was thinking hotel and then i'm like what's wrong with me house house yeah um so meanwhile tabby's looking around chip finds her and they were apparently supposed to meet by the punch bowl but she was on a stealth mission uh, and she's like, you know what? Can you help me find Karen? And he's like, yeah, of course. And she like leaves him and immediately goes in the opposite direction. <laughs> no Karen spottings quite yet. No. Uh, Noah and Sean are sneaking around the hallways. They go into an empty classroom. And she's like, this is where I started getting sus on him. When she's like, you've been such an amazing boyfriend. So respectful. So loving. So caring. I thought you'd break things off when I went to juvie. But you didn't. You stuck around. And they start making out and then they're getting undressed and they're doing it on the desk. And at what point did you put blame on when she started saying most boyfriends would have broken up with a girl who goes to Julie, but you didn't. You've been so respectful, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, he did nothing. He did nothing. She said words. He did nothing. I don't know. Just his presence. No. I just don't trust men on this show, Sarah there's two of them how can you not well there's a lot more than that but they just don't have huge parts yet. Uh, he's so ex- <laughs> oh no i just said huge parts and then <laughs> exactly <laughs> why do you have to be so rude to greg <laughs> poor greg um, <laughs> he's just trying to spite the punch bowl with his pencil d and then we see this creepy guy just sneaks into the school from like that around the back and i'm like can we lock the doors please where is security in this establishment we don't have it sheriff beasley is really really slacking the thing is is no one is like getting like it's weird to me that they i feel like with dances you're supposed to have all the doors locked except the one that lets you in the entrance and so it's like how did this guy just get to go in through the back near his creepy oh, shed the janitor keys oh uh, he I mean, killed he didn't the janitor lock anything, though, did he? what I didn't see him unlock anything. I don't care. He stole the keys. Plus, he has that shack in the back. The uh, is oh, lair. Back shack. Back the back shack. The back shack, which has all his creepy crawly things in it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now we get some slow dancing, and all the couples are dancing. Chip and Tabby look real awkward. But Greg is not slow dancing with his bros. Or no, not Greg. Who's the other one? 
What's oh, Noah's Sean. boyfriend? Sean. Sean. Yeah, he's very forgettable in terms of name. <laughs> uh, Sean is not dancing with his bros. See, this is why you go to a dance with a uh, person that you're interested in. So Except that you can slow dance. Tabby sees Imogen all by her lonesome, and she's like, perks alert, time for a friend intervention. That's and why she- you bring in Imogen, and then you guys do a threesome dance. I've done that before. I've done that with a group of friends. But then as soon as all the girls go over to Imogen and ask if they can have this dance, it gets like uh like the poppy music it's it's like fast paced oh damn i know missed out on that but it's very cute that they're all dancing together uh then we get the spirit time for the spirit queen the principal's so jazzed it's spirit queen time. i've been waiting for this moment all night <laughs> imogen adams everyone cheers imogen goes on stage the principal One crowns unimposed her. unopposed unopposed so it's not yeah. it's not that impressive to be honest no. with you uh, but Mouse points out something overhead, and it's Karen or Kelly. We don't know. But whoever it is, she has a big old bucket of red paint. Yeah, it's making us think that it's Karen. Karen, right. And the girls are yelling at Imogen. They point up. Imogen looks up. She sees Karen's maniacal smile. Like, the look. I need to have a screenshot of that because <laughs> that look that she has on her face is truly terrifying. Um, yeah. I mean, but- it's making me think that the twins are... They might not be A, but they definitely have something, something going oh, yeah. on. They're super creepy. Uh, but then A is behind her and they're fighting and he throws her and you just hear this like splat and everyone is running. Imogen is just staring there, blood pooling at her feet the very same like way. her mom. Yep. And all of them get a text. And this feels very pretty little liars where it's all like oh, bing, 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 did you get chills i got chills yeah. i was like ooh, like this is like such classic it is classic, very classic pll the funniest thing to me is that imagine first of all she doesn't even move but she does take her phone out of her pocket <laughs> she's like, like oh, blood about this dead body crawling to your toes but yeah, i have but to take off my to phone move. take out my mm-hmm. phone first yeah absolutely wild uh and they all get a text message it says to thine own self be true. One bully down, five to go. Keep quiet about me or you're next. A. And we're like, yes, Ooh. A is here. Yeah, I think that it's so awesome to have the sign off of A. And yeah. it just feels like, okay, we're back. Yeah, we're we here. are back, baby. And it just, it's it's really good. Once again, after all these years to get our first A message, it is so creepy and it's just so good it's just so good and the fact that they had like that five-way split screen and yes they, it went from like everybody looking down to everyone staring right into the camera staring at our souls Ooh, so good so yeah good. and then didn't like the a like lift off the screen and like it was black screen against the a yes Oh, so and good. Imogen is crying. Kid, there are some kids smoking outside as this high school just like spills out onto the lawn. And we do hear people saying she killed herself. So I don't think everybody saw what happened. Um, some guy bumps into the masked person, A. And the, I will say, I feel like we have a good idea on how tall this A is because massive. Very tall, but could be two 16 year olds on shoulders still i mean we know it's not karen and kelly now but it's still our running theory for sure 
Yeah. Like, this is possible. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, right. He's like, who the F are you supposed to be? And the guy, like the A turns to the camera and there's just an A. Oh, because he's, Honestly. that's A. It's just so that's cool. A. That's so cool. Ah. I it's know. like, who are you supposed to be? A. And then, yeah, then it fades to black. And then there's just this so red, bloody A. Um, very so cool. Good. And then, and then like the end cap is like Pretty Little Liars, original sin with the A in original. Very cool. Um, I, of course, I was kind of shocked that Karen supposedly is dead. And I thought um, that was a really interesting twist. I did too. And it made me, <laughs> I think it clarified for me why they had two girls, or excuse me, why they had one actress playing the twins. It's like, oh, they're going to kill one of them off in episode two. So we don't but have I, to worry about it. Yeah. I do love how the show was like, yeah, we have twins. And, you know, they were very like la di da about it. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, it's twins. But yeah, it's, it's really, really, really interesting to have this big twist and it reminds me of um yeah just like kind of like how back when scream first came out we had drew mm -hmm. barrymore and um a lot of people they were like promoting it with like it's a drew barrymore movie yes and, and drew then, barrymore died within the first five minutes of the movie i gotta tell you i didn't know that when i first watched scream and i was like because oh, you know me i love drew barrymore and i was so sad when she died yeah and it was like so innovative for that time because drew yeah. was like the big name she's the it girl yeah she was um, and it kind of feels the same like you know we thought that karen was going to be the main villain and theoretically karen is no longer with us yes so we don't know if this is karen or kelly let's dive into a couple theories that we that like you had mm -hmm. mentioned you had a theory i have some thoughts as well we're gonna spoil pretty little liars like the og books so if I, for if for whatever reason you're nervous about that you don't want to hear it like yeah. we understand but and I'm going Go to ahead. say like one thing for the OGC OG series as well. Yes. So go ahead, Sarah. Tell me your tell me your okay. theory. So I'm going to tell you a story about the original Pretty Little Liars book. Mm -hmm. Allie was a twin. And this is the biggest twist in the entire first arc, the first eight books, is the revelation that Allie was a twin and Allie. Essentially, what happened is pretty convoluted, as Pretty Little Liars is, but Allie was the popular twin. Courtney was the not popular twin. She got sent off to a mental facility, and when Courtney, her twin, came to visit Allie and the family, Courtney took over Allie's identity, and then uh, Allie went to... Um, Allie wound up going to the mental facility and then once again at a visit Allie wound up killing Courtney right I, I know that's like very convoluted it was very convoluted but it, but, but it matters but it matters so um so this is when they started doing these switches especially when they went to the principal it was very reminiscent of a Courtney Allie situation back in the day switching and then people not really knowing which twin is which so my first theory was that is that kelly sorry is that karen is going to why like wound up 
is going to wind up taking over Kelly's personality. And it's really Karen who's mm-hmm. still there, who is going to continue, you know, being the HBIC that she is. Um, she, we kind of get like, once again, like a different feeling for like, it didn't, when we see Ka- Ka- uh, Kelly at the, at the dance, it didn't totally, it wasn't totally convincing that that was Kelly and not No, Karen. because Imogen first calls her Karen. And yes. there's already precedent for them to have switched places. Right. Um, and I also saw Greg that near there. And I'm like, okay, this makes sense. And I feel like, I don't know, something about the also the way she's dressed gives mm-hmm. me Karen vibes. She right. had these cute like bow earrings that I could not stop staring at. Um, I don't know. She gave me Karen vibes. And I totally agree with you. I feel like it could be a cute nod to the OG series yep. to have something where Kelly is the one who dies but the thing is, is I don't know how you pull this off with your parents because your parents. Well, Allie and Courtney's parents didn't realize. I know, but. I know. I, Theori- I like, realistically, it shouldn't be the case. So that's one thought. I think that it's totally plausible that Karen can take over her sister's identity mm-hmm. and really, like, you know, be the maniacal person that she wants to be now i have a theory b okay theory b is that it is kelly and then kelly's been behind all of this because kelly is like i said the demure sister she's not the popular one she wants to be the popular one and the person that gets in her way is her sister karen so now Kelly can take over kind of like her sister's like legacy of being the popular one and that dresses a certain way and maybe she's behind like a and not like everything everything but definitely behind her sister getting killed interesting I really like that theory like a psycho like a crazy girl like she can be and and also the reason why I was feeling like this could be the case is like all the image and stuff and the fact that like she might have exaggerated what really happened mm-hmm. between Imogen and Greg and the fact that she didn't tell her sister the next day what happened with Imogen like protecting Karen from There's precedent there Taylor, like Tyler. they definitely have set up enough for us to be suspicious of Kelly for sure because Mm -hmm. of everything they've done so far in terms of like oh they've switched places and the way Kelly's telling the story makes Imogen look worse than what actually happened was it a mistake was it not like there is a lot going on there so I like both of these theories I think it's going to be really interesting I think we're going to be watching very closely to see how Karen slash Kelly whichever one is left is acting in this next episode and kind of I'm I'm most excited to watch this next episode to see the fallout of everything because they really went there like yeah. in old school pretty little liars like OG it would have taken them a whole season to get to this point and yeah. we got here in two episodes so totally. I'm really excited about the pacing of everything it feels like it's moving at a quick pace yeah um I'm really really enjoying what we've seen so far and I'm liking the mixture it it's not as horror which is nice for me personally they did very a lot of jump scares in episode one we didn't get as many in episode two which i really liked um but i'm still so curious to see what's going to happen from here because yeah i feel like there's a lot of people that are suspicious but like who is this huge hulking figure is it two teenagers one (laughs) sitting on the other shoulders who knows 
I don't know. But yeah, yeah, I'm very curious as well. And if they do do something a la the Pretty Little Liars books, the original books, I would be very, very satisfied because the the, yes. the greatest sin, talk about original sin, the original sin yeah. that the original Pretty Little Liars thing did was that they didn't go through that storyline. And I got to be honest with say. you. Yes. Like, the Pretty Little Liars books really are so good. And the reasoning is because – it makes sense what happens versus what happened in the final episode of Pretty Little Liars with Spencer's twin or whatever that was. That made no fucking sense. It was not thought out. I think what happened actually was that I don't think that Sasha um, Pierce, like what Pierce, whatever her name is, from the girl that played Allison. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she had like the acting chops or like the ability to pull it off, like Troy and Belisario did. And they really were heavily leaning on Troyan and Spencer back in those days to mm-hmm. carry the show. And I think that they felt like Spencer could pull off that, but not Sasha. But it was such a big disappointment that the show didn't do the same the original and that's twist. why it would be so fun if original sin took the original twist yes and updated it and and made it fun right because this one because in the books courtney is a secret she is not going to school with Allie. like Correct. she is it is not known that she has a twin Correct. and so here it would be because, so and the reason for that is because they had recently moved to rosewood right and they wanted to keep her a secret because the family had all sorts of drama beyond just that it was like a whole thing so super excited to see what's next but um we'll be back if you don't mind yeah go ahead go ahead um my last thing is somebody within the discord was bringing up that they thought that was interesting that the five girls the uh, the pretty little liars wouldn't be held responsible because they were all in sight of being of Karen falling to her death. Uh-huh. Well, it makes me think of the fact that in the school library, the five girls said publicly that they wanted to kill Karen. Oh, you're thinking it was caught on camera or caught something? Caught on camera by, by one of Tabby's creepy school cameras or something. Like I think yeah. that there that's gonna be used as evidence in the future for them being responsible or accused of being responsible for Karen's yeah. death. What do you think about that? Interesting. I mean, I guess it's possible. I just, I'm like, I mean, I guess anything's possible because they're, they were so quick to condemn all the girls for stuff they didn't do that. It's so it's plausible that that could happen again. Yeah. Um. It's just, I, I'm curious to see if, they'll play it off as a suicide or not because because i heard the student running out saying oh my god she jumped blah 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 like did people see the, the did people see a i don't think so i'm thinking people wouldn't have seen a and it's going to be treated like a third suicide which i hope yeah. not i'm like gosh we've had enough already in two episodes but um i don't know 
We'll see. I'm excited, though. Regardless, I'm really excited to watch episode three, which we'll be back with in, in two days, probably. You should see the third episode posted. Um, but if you have thoughts uh, on this show and you want them to get to us, you can email us, jess at postshowrecups.com. You could tag us in the Discord. We have our own thread. Um, if you want to become a patron to get access to the Discord, postshowrecups.com slash Patreon. Um, so many ways to get in contact. You could tag us on Twitter. I'm at the Jess Sterling, Sarah is at Sarah Ferguson. Please do not tweet us spoilers if we have not yet watched that episode. We so greatly appreciate you not doing that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm so excited to get to the next episode. This is, I feel like this episode really got me in the mood to like want to watch the next one. Um, but Sarah, what do you have going on? Where can people find you if they want to hear you chatting about other stuff in the meantime? Yeah, I'm PSR. Um, in the coming weeks, I'm going to be putting out with Grace and Marissa our preview podcast for the League of Their Own TV series on Amazon Prime. We're going to go talk about the movie and also make some predictions about maybe what the show will look like. So check that out within the coming week on Post Show Recaps over at Shit 90 Shows Taught Me, Jessica and I's 90s podcast. We have Dawson's Creek. We have Boy Meets World. We have some 90s movies. Um, for the month of August, we are covering Xenon Girl, the 21st century. Woo! The best so excited. The best decom that ever lived. So check us out at Shit 90s Pod. Um, I'm at Sarah Ferguson. You could find me here on Posture Recaps talking about community, on community building. You can also hear me talking about Paper Girls, which just came out. So please go check that show out. It's on Amazon Prime Video. The graphic novel is fantastic. The show has been so good this thus far. So go check that out as well. Um, and of course, you can also find me on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me with Sarah. Uh, so much going on. You could check both of us out. And uh, we will be talking to you all next week. Uh, we still have to find out if two can keep a secret or one of us is going to die by the end of this podcast so you'll just have to keep tuning in we will talk to you all next time bye i'm victoria cash thanks for calling the lucky land hotline if you feel like you do the same thing every day press one if you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes press two we heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of 
of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.